Welcome back to the Weekly Bible Reading. This is week 45. This week we're going to read the book of Job, chapters 13 through 24. Let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We pray as we read today that we would learn how to comfort those who are suffering. We would understand how little we know and how amazing you are our place in this universe. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. We pick up in Job chapter 13. Job is speaking. Behold, my eye has seen all this. My ear has heard and understood it. What do you know I know also? I am not inferior to you. Surely I would speak to the Almighty. I desire to reason with God. But you are forgers of lies. You are all physicians of no value. Oh, that you would be completely silent. Then you would be wise. Hear now my reasoning. Listen to the pleading of my lips. Will you speak unrighteously for God? And talk deceitfully for him? Will you show partiality to him? Will you contend for God? Is it good that he should search you out? Or as one deceives a man, will you deceive him? He will surely reprove you. If you secretly show partiality, shall not his majesty make you afraid, and his dread fall on you? Your memorable sayings are proverbs of ashes, your defenses are defenses of clay. Be silent, leave me alone that I may speak. Let come on me what will. Why should I take my flesh in my teeth, and put my life in my hand? Behold, he will kill me, I have no hope. Nevertheless, I will maintain my ways before him. This also will be my salvation, that a godless man will not come before him. Listen carefully to my speech. Let my declaration be in your ears. See now, I have set my cause in order. I know that I am righteous. Who is he who will contend with me? For then would I hold my peace and give up the spirit. Only don't do two things to me. Then I will not hide myself from your face. Withdraw your hand far from me, and don't let your terror make me afraid. Then call, and I will answer, or let me speak, and you answer me. How many are my iniquities and sins? Make me know my disobedience and my sin. Why do you hide your face and consider me your enemy? Will you harass a driven leaf? Will you pursue the dry stubble? For you write bitter things against me, and make me inherit the iniquities of my youth. You also put my feet in the stocks, and mark all my paths. You set a bound to the soles of my feet. I am decaying like a rotten thing, like a garment that is moth-eaten. Chapter 14 Man who is born of a woman is of few days and full of trouble. He grows up like a flower and is cut down. He also flees like a shadow and doesn't continue. Do you open your eyes on such a one and bring me into judgment with you? Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? Not one. Seeing his days are determined, the number of his months is with you, and you have appointed his bounds that he can't pass. Look away from him that he may rest until he accomplishes as a hireling his day. But there is hope for a tree if it is cut down, that it will sprout again, that the tender branch of it will not cease. Though its root grows old in the earth, and its stock dies in the ground, yet through the scent of water it will bud and sprout boughs like a plant. But man dies and is laid low. Yes, man gives up the spirit, and where is he? 
As the rivers fail from the sea, and the river wastes and dries up, so man lies down and doesn't rise. Until the heavens are no more, they will not awake, nor be roused out of their sleep. Oh, that you would hide me in Sheol, that you would keep me secret until your wrath is past, that you would appoint me a set time and remember me. If a man dies, will he live again? I would wait all the days of my warfare, until my release should come. You would call, and I would answer you. You would have a desire for the work of your hands. But now you count my steps. Don't you watch over my sin? My disobedience is sealed up in a bag. You fasten up my iniquity. But the mountain falling comes to nothing. The rock removed out of its place. The waters wear the stones. The torrents of it wash away the dust of the earth. So you destroy the hope of man. You forever prevail against him, and he departs. You change his face and send him away. His sons come to honor, and he doesn't know it. They are brought low, but he doesn't perceive it of them. But his flesh on him has pain, and his soul within him mourns. Chapter 15 Then Eliphaz the Timnite answered, Should a wise man answer with vain knowledge, and fill himself with the east wind? Should he reason with unprofitable talk? or with speeches with which he can do no good? Yes, you do away with fear and hinder devotion before God. For your iniquity teaches your mouth, and you choose the language of the crafty. Your own mouth condemns you, and not I. Yes, your own lips testify against you. Are you the first man who was born? Or were you brought out before the hills? Have you heard the secret counsel of God? Do you limit wisdom to yourself? What do you know that we don't know? What do you understand which is not in us? With us are both the gray-headed and the very aged men, much older than your father. Are the consolations of God too small for you, even the word that is gentle toward you? Why does your heart carry you away? Why do your eyes flash, that you turn your spirit against God and let such words go out of your mouth? What is man that he should be clean? What is he who is born of woman that he should be righteous? Behold, he puts no trust in his holy ones. Yes, the heavens are not clean in his sight, how much less one who is abominable and corrupt, a man who drinks iniquity like water. I will show you, listen to me, that which I have seen I will declare, which wise men have told by their fathers, and have not hidden it, to whom alone the land was given, and no stranger passed among them. The wicked man writhes in pain all his days, even the number of years that are laid up for the oppressor. A sound of terrors is in his ears. In prosperity the destroyer will come on him. He doesn't believe that he will return out of darkness. He is waited for by the sword. He wanders abroad for bread, saying, Where is it? He knows that the day of darkness is ready at his hand. Distress and anguish make him afraid. Prevail against him, as a king ready to the battle, because he has stretched out his hand against God, and behaves himself proudly against the Almighty. He runs at him with a stiff neck with the thick shields of his bucklers, because he has covered his face with his fatness, and gathered fat on his thighs. He has lived in desolate cities, in houses which no one inhabited, which were ready to become heaps. He will not be rich, neither will his substance continue, neither will their possessions be extended on the earth. He will not depart out of darkness, the flame will dry up his branches, he will go away by the breath of God's mouth. Let him not trust in emptiness, deceiving himself, for emptiness will be his reward. 
It will be accomplished before his time. His branch will not be green. He will shake off his unripe grape as the vine, and will cast off his flower as the olive tree. For the company of the godless will be barren, and fire will consume the tents of bribery. They conceive mischief and produce iniquity. Their heart prepares deceit. Chapter 16 Then Job answered, I have heard many such things. You are all miserable comforters. Shall vain words have an end? Or what provokes you that you answer? I also could speak as you do, if, I, if your soul were in my soul's place. I could join words together against you and shake my head at you, but I would strengthen you with my mouth. The solace of my lips would relieve you. Though I speak, my grief is not subsided. Though I forbear, what am I eased? But now, God, you have surely worn me out. You have made all my company desolate. You have shriveled me up. This is a witness against me. My leanness rises up against me. It testifies to my face. He has torn me in his wrath and persecuted me. He has gnashed on me with his teeth. My adversary sharpens his eyes on me. They have gaped at me with their mouth. They have struck me on the cheek reproachfully. They gather themselves together against me. God delivers me to the ungodly and casts me into the hands of the wicked. I was at ease, and he broke me apart. Yes, he has taken me by the neck and dashed me to pieces. He has also set me up for his target. His archers surrounded me. He splits my kidneys apart and does not spare. He pours out my bile on the ground. He breaks me with breach on breach. He runs at me like a giant. I have sewed sackcloth on my skin and have thrust my horn in the dust. My face is red with weeping. Deep darkness is on my eyelids, although there is no violence in my hands, and my prayer is pure. Earth, don't cover my blood. Let my cry have no place to rest. Even now, behold my witnesses in heaven. He who vouches for me is on high. My friends scoff at me. My eyes pour out tears to God, that he would maintain the right of a man with God, of a son of man with his neighbor. When a few years have come, I will go the way of no return. Chapter 17 My spirit is consumed, my days are extinct, and the grave is ready for me. Surely there are mockers with me, my eye dwells on their provocation. Now give a pledge, be collateral for me with yourself. Who is there who will strike hands with me? For you have hidden their heart from understanding. Therefore you will not exalt them. He who denounces his friends for plunder, even the eyes of his children will fail. But he has made me a byword of the people. They spit in my face. My eye also is dim by reason of sorrow. All my members are as a shadow. Upright men will be astonished at this. The innocent will stir himself up against the godless. Yet the righteous will hold to his way. He who has clean hands will grow stronger and stronger. But as for you all, come back. I will not find a wise man among you. My days are past. My plans are broken off. As are the thoughts of my heart, they change the night into day, saying, The light is near in the presence of darkness. If I look for Sheol as my house, if I have spread my couch in the darkness, if I have said to corruption, You are my father, to the worm, my mother and my sister, where then is my hope? As for my hope, who will see it? Shall it go down with me to the gates of Sheol, or descend together into the dust? Chapter 18 Then Bildad the Shuhite answered, How long will you hunt for words? Consider, and afterwards we will speak. 
Why are we counted as animals, which have become unclean in your sight? You who tear yourself in your anger, will the earth be forsaken for you? Or will the rock be removed out of its place? Yes, the light of the wicked will be put out. The spark of his fire won't shine. The light will be dark in his tent. His lamp above him will be put out. The steps of his strength will be shortened. His own counsel will cast him down. For he is cast into a net by his own feet, and he wanders into its mesh. A snare will take him by the heel. A trap will catch him. A noose is hidden for him in the ground. A trap for him on the path. Terrors will make him afraid on every side, and will chase him at his heels. His strength will be famished. Calamity will be ready at his side. The members of his body will be devoured. The firstborn of death will devour his members. He will be rooted out of the security of his tent. He will be brought to the king of terrors. There will dwell in his tent that which is none of his. Sulfur will be scattered on his habitation. His roots will be dried up beneath. His branch will be cut off above. His memory will perish from the earth. He will have no name in the street. He will be driven from light into darkness and chased out of the world. He will have neither son nor grandson among his people, nor any remaining where he lived. Those who come after will be astonished at his day, as those who went before were frightened. Surely such are the dwellings of the unrighteous. This is the place of him who doesn't know God. Chapter 19 Then Job answered, How long will you torment me and crush me with words? You have reproached me ten times. You aren't ashamed that you attack me. If it is true that I have erred, my error remains with myself. If indeed you will magnify yourselves against me and plead against me my reproach, know now that God has subverted me and has surrounded me with his net. Behold, I cry out of wrong, but I am not heard. I cry for help, but there is no justice. He has walled up my way so that I can't pass and has set darkness in my paths. He has stripped me of my glory and taken the crown from my head. He has broken me down on every side, and I am gone. He has plucked my hope up like a tree. He has also kindled his wrath against me. He counts me among his adversaries. His troops come on together, build a siege ramp against me, and encamp around my tent. He has put my brothers far from me. My acquaintances are wholly estranged from me. My relatives have gone away. My familiar friends have forgotten me. Those who dwell in my house and my maids consider me a stranger. I am an alien in their sight. I call to my servant, and he gives me no answer. I beg him with my mouth. My breath is offensive to my wife. I am loathsome to the children of my own mother. Even young children despise me. If I arise, they speak against me. All my familiar friends abhor me. They whom I loved have turned against me. My bones stick to my skin and to my flesh. I have escaped by the skin of my teeth. Have pity on me. Have pity on me, you my friends, for the hand of God has touched me. Why do you persecute me as God, and are not satisfied with my flesh? Oh, that my words were now written. Oh, that they were inscribed in a book, that with an iron pen and lead they were engraved in the rock forever. As for me, I know that my Redeemer lives. In the end, he will stand upon the earth. After my skin is destroyed, then I will see God in my flesh, whom I, even I, will see on my side. My eyes will see, and not as a stranger. My heart is consumed within me. If you say, How we will persecute him, because the root of the matter is found in me. Be afraid of the sword, for wrath brings the punishments of the sword. 
that you may know there is a judgment. Chapter 20 Then Zophar the Naamathite answered, Therefore my thoughts answer me, even by reason of my haste that is in me. I have heard the reproof, which puts me to shame. The spirit of my understanding answers me. Don't you know this from old time, since man was placed on earth, that the triumphing of the wicked is short, the joy of the godless but for a moment? Though his height mounts up to the heavens, and his head reach to the clouds, yet he will perish forever like his own dung. Those who have seen him will say, Where is he? He will fly away as a dream, and will not be found. Yes, he will be chased away like a vision of the night. The eye which saw him will see him no more. Neither will his place see him any more. His children will seek the favor of the poor. His hands will give back his wealth. His bones are full of his youth. But youth will lie down with him in the dust. Though wickedness is sweet to the mouth, though he hide it under his tongue, though he spare it and will not let it go, but keep it still within his mouth, yet his food in his bowels is turned. It is cobra venom within him. He has swallowed down riches, and he will vomit them up again. God will cast them out of his belly. He will suck cobra venom. The viper's tongue will kill him. He will not look at the rivers, the flowing streams of honey and butter. He will restore that for which he labored, and will not swallow it down. He will not rejoice according to the substance that he has gotten, for he has oppressed and forsaken the poor. He has violently taken away a house, and he will not build it up. Because he knew no quietness within him, he will not save anything of that in which he delights. There is nothing left that he didn't devour. Therefore his prosperity will not endure. In the fullness of his sufficiency distress will overtake him. The hand of everyone who is in misery will come on him. When he is about to fill his belly, God will cast the fierceness of his wrath on him. It will rain on him while he is eating. He will flee from the iron weapon. The bronze arrow will strike him through. He draws it out, and it comes out of his body. Yes, the glittering point comes out of his liver. Terrors are on him. All darkness is laid up for his treasures. An unfanned fire will devour him. It will consume that which is left in his tent. The heavens will reveal his iniquity. The earth will rise up against him. The increase of his house will depart. They will rush away in the day of his wrath. This is the portion of a wicked man from God, the heritage appointed to him by God. Chapter 21 Then Job answered, Listen diligently to my speech. Let this be your consolation. Allow me, and I will speak. After I have spoken, mock on. As for me, is my complaint to man? Why shouldn't I be impatient? Look at me, and be astonished. Lay your hand on your mouth. When I remember, I am troubled. Horror takes hold of my flesh. Why do the wicked live? Become old, yes, and grow mighty in power. Their child is established with them in their sight. Their offspring before their eyes. Their houses are safe from fear. Neither is the rod of God upon them. Their bulls breed without fail. Their cows calve and don't miscarry. They send out their little ones like a flock. Their children dance. They sing to the tambourine and the harp. And rejoice at the sound of the pipe. They spend their days in prosperity. In an instant they go down to Sheol. They tell God, Depart from us, for we don't want to know about your ways. What is the Almighty that we should serve him? What profit should we have if we pray to him? Behold, their prosperity is not in their hand. The counsel of the wicked is far from me. 
How often is it that the lamp of the wicked is put out, that their calamity comes on them, that God distributes sorrows in his anger? How often is it that they are as stubble before the wind, as chaff that the storm carries away? You say, God lays up his iniquity for his children. Let him recompense it to himself, that he may know it. Let his own eyes see his destruction. Let him drink of the wrath of the Almighty. For what does he care for his house after him, when the number of his months is cut off? Shall any teach God knowledge, since he judges those who are high? One dies in his full strength, being wholly at ease and quiet. His pails are full of milk, the marrow of his bones is moistened. Another dies in bitterness of soul, and never tastes of good. They lie down alike in the dust, the worm covers them. Behold, I know your thoughts, the plans with which you would wrong me. For you say, Where is the house of the prince? Where is the tent in which the wicked lived? Haven't you asked wayfaring men? Don't you know their evidences? That the evil man is reserved to the day of calamity, that they are led out to the day of wrath. Who will declare his way to his face? Who will repay him what he has done? Yet he will be born to the grave. Men will keep watch over the tomb. The clods of the valley will be sweet to him. All men will draw after him, as there were innumerable before him. So how can you comfort me with nonsense? Because in your answers there remains only falsehood. Chapter 22 Then Eliphaz the Timnite answered, Can a man be profitable to God? Surely he who is wise is profitable to himself. Is it any pleasure to the Almighty that you are righteous? Or does it benefit him that you make your ways perfect? Is it for your piety that he reproves you, that he enters with you into judgment? Isn't your wickedness great? Neither is there any end to your iniquities, for you have taken pledges from your brother for nothing, and stripped the naked of their clothing. You haven't given water to the weary to drink, and you have withheld bread from the hungry. But as for the mighty man, he had the earth. The honorable man, he lived in it. You have sent widows away empty, and the arms of the fatherless have been broken. Therefore snares are around you. Suddenly fear troubles you, or darkness, so that you cannot see, and floods of waters cover you. Isn't God in the heights of heaven? See the height of the stars, how high they are. You say, what does God know? Can he judge through the thick darkness? The clouds are covering to him, so that he doesn't see. He walks in the vault of the sky. Will you keep the old way? Which wicked men have trodden, who were snatched away before their time, whose foundation was poured out as a stream, who said to God, Depart from us, and what can the Almighty do for us? Yet he filled their houses with good things, but the counsel of the wicked is far from me. The righteous see it and are glad. The innocent ridicule them, saying, Surely those who rose up against us are cut off. The fire has consumed their remnant. Acquaint yourself with him now, and be at peace. By it good will come to you. Please, receive instruction from his mouth, and lay up his words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be built up. If you put away unrighteousness far from your tents, lay your treasure in the dust, the gold of Ophir among the stones of the brooks, the Almighty will be your treasure, and precious silver to you. For then you will delight yourself in the Almighty, and will lift up your face to God. You will make your prayer to Him, and He will hear you. You will pay your vows. You will also decree a thing, and it will be established to you. Light will shine on your ways. 
When they cast down, you will say, Be lifted up. He will save the humble person. He will even deliver him who is not innocent. Yes, he will be delivered through the cleanness of your hands. Chapter 23 Then Job answered, Even today my complaint is rebellious. His hand is heavy in spite of my groaning. Oh, that I knew where I might find him, that I might come even to his seat. I would set my cause in order before him and fill my mouth with arguments. I would know the words which he would answer me, and understand what he would tell me. Would he contend with me in the greatness of his power? No, but he would listen to me. There the upright might reason with him, so I should be delivered forever from my judge. If I go east, he is not there. If west, I can't find him. He works to the north, but I can't see him. He turns south, but I can't catch a glimpse of him. But he knows the way that I take. When he has tried me, I will come out like gold. My foot has held fast to his steps. I have kept his way and not turned away. I haven't gone back from the commandment of his lips. I have treasured up the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. But he stands alone, and who can oppose him? What his soul desires, even that he does. For he performs that which is appointed for me. Many such things are with him, therefore I am terrified at his presence. When I consider, I am afraid of him. For God has made my heart faint. The Almighty has terrified me, because I was not cut off before the darkness. Neither did he cover the thick darkness from my face. Chapter 24 Why aren't times laid up by the Almighty? Why don't those who know him see his days? There are people who remove the landmarks. They violently take away flocks and feed them. They drive away the donkey of the fatherless, and they take the widow's ox for a pledge. They turn the needy out of the way. The poor of the earth all hide themselves. Behold, as wild donkeys in the desert, they go to their work, seeking diligently for food. The wilderness yields them bread for their children. They cut their food in the field. They glean the vineyard of the wicked. They lie all night naked without clothing, and have no covering in the cold. They are wet with the showers of the mountains, and embrace the rock for lack of a shelter. There are those who pluck the fatherless from the breast, and take a pledge of the poor, so that they go around naked without clothing. Being hungry, they carry the sheaves. They make oil within the walls of these men. They tread wine-presses and suffer thirst. From out of the populous city men groan. The soul of the wounded cries out. Yet God doesn't regard the folly. These are of those who rebel against the light. They don't know its way, nor stay in its paths. The murderer rises with the light. He kills the poor and the needy. In the night he is like a thief. The eye also of the adulterer waits for the twilight, saying, No eye will see me. He disguises his face. In the dark they dig through houses. They shut themselves up in the daytime. They don't know the light. For the morning is to all of them like thick darkness for they know the terrors of the thick darkness. They foam on the surface of the waters. Their portion is cursed in the earth. They don't turn into the way of the vineyards. Drought and heat consume the snow waters. So does Sheol those who have sinned. The womb will forget him. The worm will feed sweetly on him. He will be no more remembered. Unrighteousness will be broken as a tree. He devours the barren who don't bear. He shows no kindness to the widow. Yet God preserves the mighty by his power. He rises up who has no assurance of life. God gives them security, and they rest in it. His eyes are on their ways. They are exalted. 
yet a little while, and they are gone. Yes, they are brought low, they are taken out of the way, as all others, and are cut off, as of the tops of the ears of grain. If it isn't so now, who will prove me a liar, and make my speech worth nothing? Well, that's our reading for this week. I look forward to reading with you again next week.